Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of the Baver's Batch. Today we have a uh, two very special guests, the Donkey Sisters, and they reached out to us on Facebook, and we were, you know, excited to work with them. So now I'm just gonna give them a chance to introduce themselves, tell us a little bit about them, and the Kante. My voice, Vinny, make a bit active work in this, so <laughs> I'll let them take over. Cool, cool. Shay, you want to go first? Sure. Um, so, uh, my name is Shreya. I am the younger Adanki sister. Uh, apparently, people have a hard time figuring that out. Um, but my favorite actor, Dilgu actor, is Nani, and I've been into Dilgu movies since I was a kid. It's definitely a family tradition, which is why we're both here. And we are definitely, uh, we've definitely been obsessed with that since we were kids, since our dad and our mom really loved showing us to, uh, showing Dilgu movies to us a lot. Yeah, I think your Facebook awesome. comment was like you could talk about it for hours. So I'll hold you. We'll we'll put it <laughs> yeah. to the test today. Oh, most definitely. You can talk about it for hours for about one hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My three, go ahead. Oh, cool. So Shreya Ani Chepesinkani. Um, my name is Maitri. Just like Shreya said, like we grew up like just like I think a lot of Telugu families, we grew up with um, Telugu cinema just being like the really like the heart of um, our entertainment and how we bond. And I think the quality that Telugu cinemas have, you just don't find in other industries. Uh, no hate, no hate. Maybe it's just because I love it. But I think we just have everything from like good music to actual like very, um, very deep storylines. And I'm really excited to talk about that. I currently live in Chicago and I am a consultant. So that's what I do for my day job. But I could also talk about the movies with anyone for a very long time. So <laughs> he said Shreya said everything. <laughs> Just lied. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Mike is in Matlatone. Yeah, so I think the topic today we wanted to talk about was tropes in Tollywood cinema specifically and tropes that we like that we actually enjoy we think they should stay and tropes that we don't like so much so with that being said Shreya and Maitri do you guys want to start it off maybe like steer the conversation yeah for sure so one thing that I want to like I was like thinking about this and the moment I heard tropes this one came to mind for sure was um I hate, I hate, I hate in Priti Sinmalo, you see that, um, especially old movies, you see this a lot, is that the hero will um, chase the girl or like, you know, beat up the bad guys or whatever. There's always this bad guy that's also chasing the girl, right? But there's no difference, you know, it like my... they, they just make. <laughs> I had a feeling that we were going to have some similarities, <laughs> but it's okay. Keep going. Sorry, continue. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I just like I hate the fact that like you see the villain chasing the girl when she says no and then he becomes the villain. But then the guy also chases the girl when she says no. But for some reason, he becomes the hero just because she he has to like save the damsel in distress. So I think. Yeah, the, the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the 
yeah that that i was gonna say the exact thing it always goes like the structure is this okay and the villain the villain does this like this, their storylines are the exact same they see the girl they fall in love with her not because of any other reason than her beauty usually um maybe if we're really lucky it'll be because of her kindness and compassion toward the elderly or children um pesters her even though she's constantly like no and then beats up people to prove his like worth as a suitor. There's like zero difference. But for some reason, when the villain does it, she finds it scary. And when the hero does it, somehow this is okay. <laughs> yeah, because the villain has a beard and like, you know, mustache twirly villain and like she doesn't like him. But the hero, clean shaven, stubble, looks nice and like all of a sudden loves him. Right? I think, yeah. I think uh, there was a point in the early 2000s where... It would be looks, but we knew the heroine was coming because it would start raining and like there'd be a white sari and umbrella. <laughs> it's like, okay, I was literally writing exactly that yeah, down. Like, was it's like, like an injured kukupilla or like an anada ashram. And she's like giving like pulihora to the orphans. And our hero <laughs> sees this and he's like, he's, our hero sees this and, uh, you know, flat day about 30. He's in love. <laughs> And wait, that's actually like where my like one of the hate tropes that I hate lies. Like, like you guys talked about what would happen like like after all the love stuff happens, like the villain enters and everything. But my trope that, that I hate comes before that is the love at first sight trope. And I think that happens like that happened like all through the 2000s movies, like that love is first sight trope. It's like, oh, the hero just sees her and like in one look loves her, but no, it's it's actually attraction. It's not just love. Like he just thinks he's, she's beautiful. It's not love. Um, so that trope really, really annoys me. Um, and like the good stuff. I mean, the thing is that it's not all films that do this. There are some good ones that like don't do that and like actually develop a relationship between the hero and heroine. And you can actually see like, oh, like I can see how these two are like together. Like there are good examples of that. And like, for example, I'll just say one, like like, for example, like, Nunak Nutshell, like, like that, that example where it wasn't like Venki saw her and was like, oh, my God, love at first sight. I have to run after her and annoy her and, like, make her love me. No, it wasn't like that. It was like, like, okay, like, they first started off as not liking each other. Like, they were, like, frenemies in a way. And then, like, eventually it started to develop into love. And you could see their relationship unfold and, like, believe that they actually love each other. And that's, like, a good example of it. But in, like... 90% of other films in like the early 2000s it was like the complete opposite of just the hero looking at the heroine immediately falls in love because of whatever she was doing or she just looks beautiful and that's the whole movie no oh, dude she was saving orphans how can you discount that yeah <laughs> exactly that's like <laughs> it's not a joke <laughs> no yeah and i agree one like, where it's like she's on the bridge like she'll like help students over by like exactly. opening a bridge or like yeah. somehow yeah. stopping traffic Wait, like, there's that exact one. It was like, Bajini. I think it was Shreya. She like oh, no. helps. Oh, it's across this Shreya, the road. Yeah. 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 There's some movie. She doesn't, she does. uh, Superwoman, Sin- Superwoman cinema, maybe. I think she opens a gate, not a bridge. But yeah, it could a gate, be. A gate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it could no, be no, it's a gate. Yeah, sorry. The gate. <laughs> I was like, I was like, like when did when did Shreya Sarna open like open a bridge in half? <laughs> no, no, it was a gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but I think like, yeah, I, I agree. I think like attraction at first sight is a thing. And they, when you see someone, you can be like, oh, I'm going to like, I want to get to know them. If they click with me, then, you know, there's a future. But with them, it's just that, you know, it's like, 
the reason for this is i'm going to tell you right now the reason why that happens is because and this is one of the other tropes that i hate and you know i'm sure everyone's like sick and tired of this is because they have to have that love at first sight so then they can take padalni woke up at the five minute scene tc you know chibulu dudulu bengalzu anni every i do bro you forgot the bodu oh yeah i can't i think the i think something like similar in that trope that i hate is like so this is something that i i don't think i bought this up but the trope i hate this is more so this is about like hero and love reveals they said but it's usually in the second act movies like nenu local or like pushpa where like the whole first half she hates the hero and mm-hmm. second half there's that little scene when like it's a climax and he doesn't get the girl and she's like and you're property boy and rani go like it's like yeah. who could who could help i right? hate those yeah and <laughs> like I the think, ones where you can't tell that she likes him there's no way yeah. for him to ever notice that he's like she's yeah. in love with him and they yeah, put I some like and, stupid scenes in throughout like flashback scenes of showing her like looking at him from an angle or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah. hello hello guru premakosame is one yes. of the movies that did this at the end anupama is like no like i i fell for you like since since you know, uh, whenever right ninchi or something yeah and it's well, just to keep prakash raj the keeper father happy and i'm like i'm like nizam gana na like who is going to even ram is like what and <laughs> the director script kar kar asada like <laughs> there's no logic in it, yeah yeah and then gentante like nen ring tisan kabatti nu ni telsukovali nen preminchan ani i'm like what does that have to do with anything that's not like romantic at all that's just you taking off his ring yeah no it's always the like size said it's always a side shot it's like background music and her yeah. looking at him beating someone up <laughs> 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 it's like parama chatra babu like <laughs> if i saw ram with his mustache and hologram prema kosme i think i'd call the cops first but <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no yeah it, that courtship and that entire love track angle is the worst and i don't think it's changing cuz in the biggest hit of the year pushpala gora alaga in the rashmika like every single trope was correct jolly reddy also sees her and falls in love right but jolly reddy did with <laughs> They beat Jolly Ready, but no one beats Pushpa. <laughs> <laughs> Because no one can. You're forgetting. <laughs> hey, Tagdele. Tagdele. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, yeah, gosh. but that's for sure. Yeah, I figured that would be the first one to come up. I would have been surprised if it was any other trope. <laughs> yeah. The love, there's so many love tropes that are like 90% bad. Just terrible love tropes. Just terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like the main thing i think with those tropes too is that like cuz they they're just they just basically want to get through it as fast as possible to get to like yeah. the conflict part so yeah. they just need to establish this girl as a prize she doesn't have her own aspiration thoughts nothing it's just like oh no a villain wants me for like you know my beauty and so now he's threatening my family that's it that's like yeah. all her motivations that's all she cares about yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's actually just like a a chapter of the movie that like they need to put in under petali part on that is so they keep it yeah part on dal ka but they like oh you know God. you have to you got to make room for the rap in sita kalam english rap <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but, oh my god that was I think, horrible i yeah but i think in terms of romantic movies where the focus is the love track i think we're getting better and the gande puru broche varu avaru or movies like dinukori or even like sham singa roy 
there is an actual development now. Like movies that the focus is romance is better. Some Mohanam. Uh, but I think oh. what we're talking about is like the commercial template movies more so yeah. than actual romance. Yeah. Mas masala movies. I was going to bring up like for like my example for back in the day was like Nuna Nacho. But currently, I think the one of the best examples is Pelichu Blue. Like how their love story kind of like unravels in that movie too. Like I thought that was done like really, really well. Um, I hope more like commercial films kind of adapt that if they want to do love stories. So we're actually we're, we're going to see Radha Shyam this weekend. We'll see how that love story turns out. But uh, don't have much. Hope I think. Like. I think it definitely develops more when the girl doesn't like him in the beginning, but it's like more or, or like they don't like each other. Does that make yeah. sense? Where yeah. it's like, yeah. uh, like mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. they don't like each other in the beginning. They have to slowly understand each other, and that like develops. Or like Mun Motherdu, where they're like. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. And then they have to grow from that instead of like one person not liking and the other person liking them. If they mm-hmm. both generally like have some preconceived notion of each other. But let me challenge you because I think that in itself could be kind of like taken as a trope because it's either it's either the commercial, you know, storyline that we have or we have they don't like each other. A movie that I was thinking that did a really, really good job was actually um that was actually a favorite of mine for a really long time because it's not like they didn't like each other they actually had a really good friendship and yeah and i thought they did a really good job weaving that story because you know there were some miscommunications there were some like they were friends but then like they you know lost touch for a long time it, it was a really like fun way that they built like that friendship without having to hate each other in the beginning and then going to understand each other so I get what you mean but I also see like then that itself is becoming another template just so they can say like oh it's not a commercial love story I mean it's a template but it's one that I personally like so maybe maybe (laughs) I'm biased I'm like I generally like it because then it's like you have to go beyond like the like perceptions of like beauty and it's usually like about something deeper but i do see i do love the friends to lovers trip that's also a great one so mm-hmm. yeah love that one too i actually yeah, like it very when it's also just just friends too and they blue all my friend them i don't know if many people have seen all my friend I, 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 I did i remember that was yeah. really like new it, it, the concept I felt like was very like new, but I didn't like the way the story was told. But go ahead, what were you saying? Yeah, like I was, I was saying that I also like when we get mature movies about just two. I don't think we've actually ever gotten anything like "Oh My Friend" after, because I don't recall that. No, I like. I don't think so either. Yeah, I like. But I think it flopped, and did. everyone realized like this concept is probably a waste. Yeah, I think it was they good. could have done it no, no, better. I, the concept is good, but yeah, I think. Because the film flopped, no one else wanted to like replicate it and put it in their film. No, oh, my friend, I really liked because I, I thought it was tasteful. Like they've known each other since childhood. And even their own parents are like, oh, we should get you guys married. And they both go their separate ways at the end. They're not like best friends. Navdeep isn't even okay with it at first. Even though in the movie, he's very open-minded, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I think there's a scene where he's like, I'm open-minded. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> It's just funny because I think they do it so well. And it's just uh, an example of like, they don't always have to end up together. But unfortunately, I think the only other thing I can think of where Hiro doesn't get the girl at the end is Ninnakori. 
That was also excellent. Yeah. Oh, I loved that. that was well done. Yeah. That was she, such a good the, movie. The ending, the concept of it is like really nice too. It's like you can still live your life if you don't get the girl. Like it's not like your life is ending and like you're dying. <laughs> Exactly. I, I gotta say, I just really love that, especially because like, they really did do a good job taking us through like, we we, like, there was definitely points like I was watching, I was like, I hated Nani, because I was just like, he's so toxic right now. He's just annoying them. Like, he's like, why is he interrupting somebody's life just because he didn't get the girl and the fact that he threw away his career for this, which, like, I know, like, I know this isn't, I I'm trying to figure out a way to say this, but essentially, I guess what I'm just trying to say is I thought it was really good that they showed that part because a lot of people, I think, do take heartbreak that seriously. And especially in our movies, like what we're grown up and like love and heartbreak is so romanticized. Like, you know, somebody's drinking in the corner or whatever, like, but they did a really nice job showing that like you can go to your lowest of lows. And then, like you said, like, you're you'll be fine and you'll be fine and that marriage is actually like really strong like i i thought it was just very like very well done you know where's a good one that like did that as well but like the hero gets the go- girl but like samohanam because you know that part where like the mother comes in and she was like hey look like you don't rejection is not the end all be all that was oh my god like favorite kiss. part of the movie favorite part I actually someone I'm Jordan. I haven't seen it, but it's okay. It's not really a spoiler, so it's, it's yeah, yeah, it's that. okay. It's like one, it's like one of those movies that are on my list that everyone's been saying you gotta watch, you gotta watch. But I haven't like. Gotta... I feel like you personally would really like it based yeah, off. I of think I think I would vaguely know of I, your taste. I movie, also you know? think yeah. I also think like I think I agree with my three a little more. I like I like when there's a bit more uniqueness. Like I I don't have anything against them hating each other at the start, like court to court them, but mm-hmm. I think. Also, there are ways to do it where they like each other from the beginning, mutual respect. She comes to him for teaching. She sees him dance at like some function and she's like, dance, and like they're friendly at the start and that just grows into love. And I think if you do it right, both things are impressive. Mm-hmm. I, exactly. I thought that like, I personally like believe like that's like the strongest relationships when you have a good friendship, you know, mm-hmm. um, between people. And then it's a healthy amount of respect because a lot of times, like, and this is going back to, like, uh, objectification. So it's, like, going back to that where we're talking about how a woman is just, like, a, a small side story. She just needs to hate the villain or whatever. It's, like, this is when they show that, like, the man actually looks at the woman as an equal. Like, okay, we're friends. We're classmates. We're, you know, just hanging out. We're chill. And it's, like, wait, JK. Like, look, I actually like you a little more than that. So I thought that was just that's really important to show and really important to like combat like so much, I think backwards thinking. So I have a question. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Okuru? Okuru is one of the most critically acclaimed movies of all time, uh, Telugu wise. And if you rewatch it now, there's, I don't think she has a character, right? Oh my God. Uh, so what is just a damn same logic? Class. Type character. Does your same logic apply to movies like Okadu? Because I know I know that movie hit time, but I don't think people talk about Okadu enough because the whole movie is literally all that everything you described, except he doesn't really fall in love with her. It's like a mature love story, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it in a really long time, so I don't remember, but I just like 
know the fact that like basic I, I just remember like little scenes here and there I've seen like recently but I don't remember the full story but I just know that like basically her whole family dies and then you know and she's just over here like dancing in the next like and that's what I mean like she just doesn't have character so mm-hmm. I think it's possible for films to be I, I still think that even if there's tropes that I don't like that a film can still be overall good like if you see ready that's still the insta love thing he sees her yeah. like coming by in a car love that movie still love that movie it's funny as hell but mm-hmm. like is that a trope that basically happens and you're like seriously the only difference is I think like the villains wanted her for the money and he wanted her for like her beauty and like all of that but I'm like, those are two superficial reasons that has nothing to do with each other. Okay, yeah, I was just curious. And the I was just wondering, because I know Okuru also kind of revolves around the same topic. But yeah, it's done tastefully, at least. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> like, I think we can transition to like a trope that we like, because when you mentioned Ready, like that kind of goes into a trope that I like actually like from Tollywood. Um, and it's the trope of having like this like, big family like type audience like big family movies like that Srinivite La family you know what I mean like all the aunties that you know of and all of his movies or like all the uncles and like tatas and everyone that he puts in his movies like Korta and like all of them like I really enjoy like yeah okay the movies might be ass sometimes like for example like there's uh have you guys seen the uh, Manchavishnu movie Duskelta yeah 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 I love okay. yeah it's like it's a good movie i mean good isn't like comedy wise it's still a bad like it's not the greatest yeah, I, I think it's like, a good movie i think it's genuinely funny oh, like i didn't think like movie wise it was good but like enjoyment wise like like it's a good film and like it's it has that like ready trope in it and it has like that all those like screen white like dukuru trope it has all that stuff in it and yeah that is a trope it is overused and ever since ready was a hit everyone started doing it um but that's one that i do enjoy because I like seeing like that, I guess, like that big family, like um, presence there and like the comedy that comes from like everyone kind of being there. What do you guys think about that? I agree with you. Like a Kutumbam fetish, like the, the two Kutumbam Kalpuram yeah. fetish. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, I think if you go on YouTube right now and look up like co- Telugu comedy scenes, that's the most you'll see. Like to mm-hmm. this day, the ready, like he's like setting the ground rules. He's like, you know, like them wearing suits. Like them transforming and even like Master Bharat being spider red deer or whatever. Even in like Bodsha, which was like a pretty like bad film. Right. But like the comedy aspect of it and like the whenever the Kutumams get involved, like it's funny. Like Padma yeah, no, I, Padma Namasimha like, and like Brahmi's character. Like it's emotional too. They do it well. Yeah. Like in Brindavanam, in Brindavanam, I really liked because of that. And I think there's a scene where like uh, they're two the two son-in-laws in the house are like wastrels and then Brahmaji is the one doing the work and Akarojiwa like after NTR says like like you guys don't do anything mm. and the next day they wake up and they're like everyone starts crying and like it's such a it's like such a cheesy scene but it also works because it always hits you right in the feels yeah no like I think Vamshi Paripali made it but it's like the Kutumbam trope is really hard to mess up in my opinion especially you know, if you I, want to mix comedy and emotions into it it's like it should be it's nostalgia it be, too yeah because yeah. you go to the movies and you like you want to have that sort of family too right especially yeah. if you're from a joint family it's like seeing your own family members on screen so I think that's a trope I also really like but maybe you I want to hear your two thoughts on it as well no I think I think that's really great um 
I, I absolutely love that. I just think like the only thing here is that now as like movies are evolving and like we have so much dominance of like Bollywood, especially like as our generation and we're trying to, you know, kind of figure out our mixed identities. I feel like that's where, you know, just like you said, like new you go in and you're like, oh man, I want a joint family. But then you're like, wait, all my pedamas and like tatayas are in India. And then you're just like, oh crap. So I think like, it's an amazing trope in movies. I think like, as we are growing, I hope that also like evolves to address what our lives look like. So that like, you know, if we have kids or we have like younger brothers and sisters and, you know, cousins, niece, nephews, whatever, they can also find a way to relate to that. And I think like a good combination of like these aspects is and will always be Bumarilu. Like you got the big family, Mm -hmm. but then you're also discussing like, you know, you're also discussing like the feeling of like your parents putting pressure or expecting you to be like so good or making your decisions. And I thought like, no matter where you are, even if you have a little family out in like the Midwest or USA or Canada or whatever, or you're still at home, like, you know, in India, like you can relate to that a lot. So I think, um, I think it's, I think it's wonderful. I think it's like beautiful. I just hope like it continues to evolve as our generations are growing up in different areas of the world. And we just don't have access to our families, like big joint families as much. Mm-hmm. See, look okay, on that topic though. Um, and the way that they can mess this up though, is that films like Shataman and Bhavati or, um, there was one that Nitin made, Sita Kalyanam or something like that. Oh, Srinivas um, Kalyanam, yeah. Yeah, Srinivas Kalyanam, yeah. See, like, okay, those movies, they come from a good, they come from a good place. Like, they come from, like, oh, we should keep our values alive and, like, all that. But it's just done poorly. Like, it's just done with in a way that, like, they beat you over the head with all these, like, no, like, you know, you know, you know phones and technology are bad. Like, and, like, and, like, oh, we also have to come back and, like, visit our family. Like, they kind of, like, force it upon you. It's not like a natural like story that happens it's more of like a we're teaching the audience type of thing so, so like, in, can you give like an example yeah like um in Shataman and Bhavati, like they do a lot of like where there's like this cringy kid nri kid that comes from like growing up in america comes here and he's like always on his ipad or something and like i think prakash raj Tata like yells at him for being on his ipad and like they kind of like they literally might as well just look at the camera and be like stop using technology focus on yeah the preachiness <laughs> of it yeah, yeah like you know another like thing that's kind of a, a subtrope of that that like i feel like they mess up nowadays and this might be controversial but like you know those stories where it's like uh the parent like the elderly generation is back home in india and like the nr people just like unequivocally suck yeah like they like, don't care yeah yeah, yeah i know what yeah mean. what yeah. is with yeah. that like yeah. <laughs> i i just i'm like this is unrealistic like i understand yeah. but like this they just basically show nri people as like these villains who like only want money and they're only here to like hate on their parents and not like like india and i was like mm-hmm. that's, that's how that's all not- of the nri characters were in shataman and Bhavati. like they all were like oh we don't want to be here like we're dragged here like i have a job and like yeah like that's all they talked about in that movie i actually i actually liked shataman about the and it was a it was a, it was a pretty big hit too uh, yeah no it was I it think, was a hit but i just did not yeah. like the preachiness aspect of it and i didn't I like, like the representation that. of nris at all i liked that movie a lot but i think a movie that 
did exactly what you said that was similar to Shatamana Bhavati was Pratiroj Pandege. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, the one. That's I was another one. Of. That's another one. That's yeah. that one. I thought Shatamana Bhavati was at least subtle. Pratiroj Pandege was blown up. Like everyone, like Shreya said, uh, family ninchi watche and Arais, they're all despicable. Like I don't care if my dad is Raramesh, especially he's like Manana Justin Nakanti and like Sai. He actually Sai wants him to die. Like in a few scenes, he's like. Like, he actually, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, what is with that comment? Side on page and that like I actually like Pratiroja Pandega as a whole, but I think yeah. they they were so preachy and like uh I thought it was I thought at some points they were basically like Sai said, like basically Japan like if you go to the US to pursue your own goals and dreams, that's bad. Like maybe judge about the medium just like and I think in that movie there's, there's a lot of issues like angel adia don't even get me started on her tiktok star but besides that i think the the trope that you guys said and that i and that i don't say you're bad you're a bad person leaving us and family i think that movie is the biggest example and mm-hmm. Marathi, that was the one was i was thinking too. of it was a huge hit too so <laughs> clearly That's, that message yeah. Yeah, it's it's a shame no but flip side the ones since we were talking about ones that we like tropes that we like the one i was going to say for that is like a subset of that like kutumbam trope where they i feel like i don't know it's just me personally but i love when um what happens is the hero sticks to the values that like the family is about but like the family misinterprets that and then at the end finds out that like but he sticks to his gun so i'm like thinking of like Um I don't know if you guys saw that Rampotini cinema like uh, Rama Rama Krishna Krishna mm, yeah. where it was like the entire time you know yeah people might have seen him as not sing to the family's value but he did bring importance to it and he was trying to live like the life that was like based on his family values but until the end they don't see how that plays out so the family kind of learns that there's other avenues to act out in their family values that are not like the straight ones that they've been seeing. So I kind of really like that when there's that like um they don't really know and they keep being like oh my god you're a horrible person I can't believe you did this and they kind of like misjudge him and then at the end they find out that like he was doing it it was just in a way that they couldn't have imagined. So there's like a whole new way that you can still be that type of person. So yeah, I saw that movie like Yeah, ahead, he didn't throw anyone under the bus and then like pakkodinism japaledu to make like it made him come off as bad but he couldn't reveal their family secret essentially like yeah, taking one for the team morals. yeah mm-hmm. yeah, that's, yeah that's the movie where he wears a locket and <laughs> he and, spins it and yeah i think yeah, i forget yeah. who krishna do if krishna do comes he'll do some like crazy shit <laughs> if yeah. ramudu comes he'll be nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no I, i watched that movie a long, long time ago but i know what you mean like because his family kind of just like like thinks he's like useless and like ruins the family name the whole time until the end and is arjun was that his like maoya in the movie or who was arjun that was like the um, girl's father right he was the right? heroines yeah the heroines yeah. um not father like older brother oh brother brother okay that's who he was yeah the mafia don yeah don the don he gets generic flashback <laughs> <laughs> That movie actually has a scene where like Ram just kills the villain's brother and he acts like he's still alive. So Shabham Malu like they drag the Shabham with them to like a deal where they're handing weekend off weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. God. And Brahmanandam doesn't even know that he's dead. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. But yeah, I think a trope that 
uh, I think Kata mentioned the liking trope. For me, I think the trope I like is kind of like when the hero, this this is going to sound kind of controversial because <laughs> I've, I've talked about this before against Pushpa, but I like in movies like Kaleja or Mirchi where the hero like has the ability to like essentially act as God, right? Bring people together, um, like make their lives better, like, uh, like he's invincible but in, in the sense of like Kaleja and movies like Murchi like they unite villages and they're like they essentially play God I don't know if it's symbolic you know like the, I know they're not trying to say Mahesh Babu Devru but like him bringing together like a group of people it's like kind of cool like one person doing all this is very unbelievable but the end result when you see like the shock of like the entire village during they bow down to him during and then Om Namah Shiva JJJ plays yep. yeah. you know uh and even MS Narayana, who comes to the village, is like Viradevaru. Like he literally goes down too. And I thought like scenes like that are so cool. And that's like something that is cinematic as hell. Like no one's dope. <laughs> Most you can impact is like two or three people's lives, unless you're a millionaire. But I think it's just so cool to see like a hero that's like helpful and brings together people in that sort of like over the over the top way. Oh, I see I what you're saying. No, you that guys, makes sense. Maybe you guys disagree with me. No, no, no. I agree, actually. I think it's it's like in most movies, the hero gets these like godlike powers for everybody, like, you know, he punches people and like 10 men go flying. And so it's like, if you have those godlike powers, then why wouldn't you use them to do something like that, right? Like, it makes no sense if he has these like godlike powers where he can just, he's super smart and he's super strong. And the only thing he wants is this lady. You know, instead yeah, of like yeah. doing something like that, where it's like uniting villages, taking up a cause. Now I'm going to go into like Mahishbo. <laughs> That's like Maharshi taking up a weekend farming. But like, okay, you know, like in general. I didn't, I didn't go near Maharshi for a reason. <laughs> like I'm a little torn on it, but like I agree and disagree in both because I agree in the fact that like it is like cool to see that, like especially in Kaleja, like it was like pretty cool to see that like he's represented like like how he is to that village but i like where that kind of like falls in disagreement for me is like when like the hero kind of knows everything to like unite these villages like for example like in brindavanam like ntr just knows everything and like nothing can stop him and like he unites both of them or in movies like ready like he knows everything and like he knows exactly how to play brahmanandam he knows exactly how to play kota and then he unites everything so like that's the one aspect where it's like okay like it's just like the script was written in the favor of the hero but mm-hmm. i like but it, like though. but like with movies like kaleja where it's like done like in that cinematic way like i can look past that and like you know it's cool i think oh yeah i think I even definitely... movies like ready and Brindavanam, like there's tales of akbar and birbal uh where you know they had they talk about like the cleverness to get yourself out of tight situations out of catch 22 situations and in movies like Ready, I think it actually, like, you can actually believe it. Like the way they forge an entire family, like there was thought and there was creativity behind it. Like they set up a whole Dallas. Yeah, the storyline was pretty out. solid. His dad was also a theater actor, you know, like his entire family. They slipped up a lot of times, but it made sense to me. Like, yeah, Ready was like, probably strong. One of my agreements. Yeah, no, but no, no, and also like Duskelta. Like I don't know, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I know Achilles. But like Duskelta, also Vishnu Mantra just knows everything, and he knows exactly how to play everyone I, in the house. I thought that was clever too because he played the role of this guy that, like, if you guys haven't seen the movie, um, like he essentially just plays the to infiltrate the house. 
చిన్నప్పుడు ఒక పిల్లడు పారిపోతాడు ఫ్రమ్ ద హౌస్ ఇస్ ట్రైన్ ఇన్ఫ్లుయెన్స్ అండ్ హీ యాక్సెస్ హిమ్ అండ్ హీ డెన్ నో వెన్ ఆఫ్ ది షో స్టోరీ లైన్ అండ్ వెన్ హీ డిడ్ యా సారీ అండ్ వెన్ హీ డిడ్ యు నో దేర్స్ లైక్ అ హీ యాక్చువల్లీ అడాప్ట్స్ టు ద సిచువేషన్ సో ఐ థింక్ ఇన్ ఎవరీ దట్ ఎగ్జాక్ట్ సిచువేషన్ ఐ థింక్ ఇస్ లైక్ um it was it was really written in the favor of the hero like like the like the guy the venelika short character like him trying to imitate the venelika short character and then venelika short shows up but he still somehow gets away and like is still able to fool the family into thinking that he's the real person that ran away from home now venelika short who actually is a real person but see like that's the type of stuff where it's like written in the favor of the hero is like that's when i'm like okay it's a little like too much and it's like come on like half of these situations will not probably play out like this but Yeah. So technically speaking, when we're considering this, it's basically about how deep your um suspension of belief goes. Yeah. And which yeah. Hap- which is what a lot of these movies with clever hero heroes basically rely on because there has to be a certain level of like coincidence um for the the hero to get exactly to be able to predict to that level. So it's kind of like whether the audience can um kind of like believe that or even if they don't believe it like just like how we know like dragons aren't real we know that like there's some plot holes in harry potter somewhere you know but we like ignore that because the the storyline is so engaging so i think it's like it depends on the director's ability to make the storyline engaging like exactly. grisham too mm-hmm. like yeah that played out exactly how he intended it but i like you're a like you can see that just because it's in a movie you can kind of be like okay that's um we can assume that he's just clever enough and we can they also reference that too they also reference that like it's an unrealistic like unbelievable storyline like when um what's his name the old man the the story writer in the film taniken lee's like taniken lee yeah. when he's like yeah. when he's like telling the story he like tells the characters like this climax is like somewhat unbelievable and might not work or whatever like so they the movie like is self aware and like they know that like yeah. it's a kind of unbelievable climax but you still believe it like it, it's a good climax yeah yeah i think so. my my yeah i think my argument was more so like just the hero uniting people like not not in his intelligence and stuff like that just those scenes i think are cool um but yeah drishim too i think that's that's such a good example of that like he's intelligent and on that unrealistic note the message of the movie is like at the end of the day he still did separate a son from his family and the punishment he gets for that is no sleep checking for his family every single day is it because malli ostaru and he's preparing for like the little beautiful monologue at the end where sampath is like he didn't win like he literally spends every day waiting for the villains like waiting for us to come back he lives a life of fear constant fear Mm-hmm. that's like the greatest punishment of all for him in the telimuna like his life it's actually worse that he's out of jail you know mm-hmm. that constant fear it's it's crazy so oh, yeah. that's a weird so that's deep- not a, like a trope that i see in telugu movies a lot but i've seen it in like western style movies which yeah. made it really interesting oh, yeah. that they chose to implement yeah. mm-hmm. and i i wanted to bring up a trope i i don't like um because i forgot to mention it with i do like but that's the only one i liked but a trope i don't like So me to hit to juice that like have you seen hit yeah i've seen mishraksen uh mystery thriller is who's in it mishraksen mishraksen <laughs> okay no, no. <laughs> okay uh then never mind i think of i have a different negative too because i don't i'm not going to spoil it for you uh, okay. but the other the other negative i had is 
so I think we're, we're probably gonna do an episode about this in the future too but I really hate how weak the villains like characterization everything is in every single movie I think Rajmol in an interview said like the more vicious or more intimidating the villain is the more elevated your hero is and I think I have never like there are maybe like handful of movies where I've seen where the villain is actually like is someone you relate to you see and you're like he actually is a great character like he's not a terrible person or like it's just circumstances that made him a villain um mm-hmm. or like a villain that's fully established and he's not just cruel to be cruel mm-hmm. like like a kandalo like srikanth is just cruel to be cruel and i like the gray shadowing and i think a great example of who does this correctly is not even tollywood but if you've seen the movie fan the fan juice era like shahrukh khan's movie fana nenu a part vinnan kani i didn't see yeah. i didn't ever seen i only know what it's like vaguely about yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, trailer lo jupe staru, but he basically just goes crazy and will do anything to meet Shah Rukh Khan. And trailer lo jupe staru, so not spoil anything, but <laughs> it's just like it's a great character because he admires him and like in his eyes, he's doing everything to meet his idol that he gave his whole life to. But in mm-hmm. Shah Rukh Khan's eyes, he's a psychopath. <laughs> like weirdo, anti, into like you know. So it's just right. interesting. I wish we got more fleshed out villains in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I think oh, Hollywood, the actual the worst, the worst villains, or I mean, not worst. the best villains come when the villain himself believes what he's doing is right like when the yeah. villain believes that like no i'm going about this the right way and my ideals and everything are correct that's what makes like the worst i mean the best villain i like he represents himself as the worst but for us it's like wow that's a terrifying guy because he believes that like whatever killing such and such people like you know to get what he wants is like the right way to go about life and that's like mm-hmm. and a good character is like to represent that not in telugu but um joker like i think joker is like probably the best villain ever like created oh. in history and he believes what he's doing is right he believes that like i'm doing like everything in this city like the right way and i it has to go like this this way only and that's when that that's what makes a villain like a really 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 bad person So I would actually say that like the movie does do this it's infrequent but they did do mm-hmm. this like um you guys have all seen Atadu right yeah Atadu in the like last final scene you find out that it's his friend right that like yeah. did all the thing and so when you hear his explanation you know Mahesh Babu literally comes and he's like oh you know yendu chesara malli ani he like asks asks him and he says we grew up as partners you know uh so yeah you know we didn't mind killing but at the same time it's not like we would die for each other so it's you know i just saw the money and i took it so mm-hmm. yeah it's not as probably good as like the joker but there are small instances where it, he's not wrong you know what i mean like yeah, what he yeah. did he wasn't doing it because he's like oh i hate my hish babu so i'm going to take like i'm going to just pin this on him he was like okay like we both grew up like in poverty doing crime that i'm so desensitized to it when mm-hmm. it's basically know, he had another reason other than just being i'm the villain of this movie exactly like, yeah. that's that's a good example kind of like i think i'm saying like atadu was 20, 2006 right but if i yeah. it produced it like we don't really have that many strong villains and i think another good example is khadgam because a cinemalo shafi is he's like a jihadi uh i think he's just carrying out the agenda he's been given since birth he's been bred to hate india 
And then on the other end, we have Prakash Raj, who was born, like, brought up in India, but is still a Pakistani at heart. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that he's a really good villain because he has no reason besides what he was taught. Prakash Raj in Juste, he's thinking, like, why the hell does Prakash Raj care about India so much? And I think Khadgam is also a really good movie with regards to that. In the past decade, I can't think of a single... Maybe if I really think, I can't think of a single strong villain. Right. Even Baladeva, in my opinion, <laughs> generic. I, I think, think like the only people who are strong antagonists now, in like in that sense where they're fully fleshed out characters, you only see in romantic movies where they're not villains in the traditional sense where they kill people. But like, so for example, Bomarulu, the father is technically the villain, right? Like he's the one like everyone's against. The brother is in Nuwastanantinewodantana. Uh, and then the father again, Prakash Raj again. Wow, he does a lot of these movies, I guess. In Nacho, where it's like, it's not really people who are inherently like, evil but like they their personal perspective makes them the antagonist i know that's not the same thing as like what you're saying in terms of like villain who commit atrocities for quote unquote the right reasons the ends justify the means type of way um but i think that's like the only place where you see those kind of fleshed out antagonists and another thing in in Uh, in a writing perspective too that's kind of one of the things that people use to make villains is to take a positive character trait and then just warp it so like for if you see Bomarulu and I'm again I understand that he's not a villain villain he doesn't go chopping off heads but um as an antagonist his negative trait comes from his like overwhelming affection for his son and his want to protect which we all relate to it's a po- inherently positive thing that's warped into becoming so much that it's negative yeah that's a really good yeah. example did you guys watch yeah yep oh i wanted to i wanted to it's a good one. Uh, okay. we can't we can't <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, you can't you can't spoil yeah, that yeah. one. Oh. <laughs> next time, next next episode we do, I'll make a list. I like that. Give me homework. Unidentified person. Yes. <laughs> um oh, oh, one one person I did want to bring up though, or villain. I'm not saying he's like you know, a great villain or like whatever, but I thought he was like characterized pretty well. He's not just a villain to be the villain. Um in Bharatan and Nenu, the Prakash Raj character. Like I thought. Like, okay, yeah, like he's the antagonist, but he was given a reason to be the antagonist because at first him and Mahesh's dad were friends and like they ran a political party. You guys have seen it, right? I don't want to like... Like a while yeah. ago, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like they ran a political party, but his dad kind of found out about his bad things and like went behind his back and wanted to like put throw him in jail. So Prakashad had a reason to be a villain and like kill him essentially. And that comes out in the end when Mahesh like confronts him. And like, it's a reason. It's not just like, I'm a villain because I'm a villain, you know, like how Prakash Raj was in like 90% of other Telugu movies. Um, but I thought that <laughs> was like the reason. dad or the villain. There's yeah. no in between. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, but he had a he rare a instance reason. of like being a lawyer, like being an advocate, like that he just like guest appearance, I will say the right thing and then leave. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah. On that topic, Bharatana in a climax is like, for a, for a mainstream Telugu movie, it was so weird like we just got off this high of fight scene and like complete dark room there's like lightning and rain it's just so different from anything like Mayeshva was ever done and the climax was haunting like mm-hmm. it's a really it good climax a, it, it's a very good climax 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know I what agree. I think it is? That movie also has kind of leader undertones. That's where, oh, yeah. like, I 100%. feel like 100%. that's where it kind of got its like goodness from. Because like yeah. leader did that a little bit first. That like you know idea of, and in fact, leader did it like where it was his own father who was like mm-hmm. technically quote unquote like the the villain in the end. Where the he, bad guy he, type, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. I, of yeah. course. No, I agree. Yeah, leader did do it better. But uh, yeah. Mahesh Babu. Food science degree, this one in India, Kochi, and Takarna Satito. Absolutely. He has five degrees, but they showed us the food science degree. Yeah, they zoomed in. <laughs> <laughs> but are there any other tropes that you guys want to discuss? Yes, I was going to say, like, speaking of like villains and stuff, this is so small, but this is the one thing that like drives me crazy and it just like feeds into like the need to have a you know it's kind of like you know how we were talking like a little bit before how we had heroes that they're like lifting cars and throwing people across buildings and like all this stuff so i guess they just have to build up this hero make him as macho as possible but something that drives me crazy is whenever there's a fight scene which i think are kind of like annoying unless they're done right the hero will always, always opt to get rid of the tool in his hand, unless it's, unless it's like the Durgamma's trident or like, you know, unless it's that he will drop whatever is in his hand to continue fighting with his, like, like just throwing punches. And I'm just like sitting here, like, are you kidding? Like he had, he'll like pull out like, um, you know, a bar from the, motorcycle or a bike or something and instead of using he'll say like nizamena mogad used here like some like line or he'll be like he'll give the weapons to the villains and be like i'm without weapons the only time that was done well kick was the only one kick was the only one because they were making fun of it but like oh my god so annoying Maitri, based on what you said, I think Boy Party Senior would, would probably like to have a discussion with you. <laughs> oh this, my gosh. I I'm like I agree with your trope, but I think the fight actually pisses me off. The gravity defying fight, because at one point, at one point, fights used to be like common. Like our hero would actually take hits and like it would look like a normal fight if you were jumped on the street by like 10 guys. Happy days low, like we see these guys get their ass handed oh, to them. Oh, that but, was rough. Happy yeah, days was just rough. Yeah. But, but in yeah. in movies, like I hate the like our hero can take hits. I don't know why they don't show it. Like they don't have to defy gravity each time. Even in movies, no, no, no. They him. only show that at the very end when he's taking the villain, so that he's like really bloodied oh, by the time that like they're he done. goes and hugs the heroine, and then I'm sitting here the entire time wondering why is she not worried about all the blood getting on her outfit. She's always wearing like white for some reason. Like she's, yeah, she's wearing like white, decently white, white colors. It's because Dil Raja like, paid for it and she didn't pay for it. Too. Like, yeah. Heroine, heroine will be like Raja Lay, and then they'll be like the drums beating in the back, like bum 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 bum. <laughs> oh, be like gosh. a conch shell blowing. Some random priest was blowing the conch shell. Where did it come from? We don't know. I hate when like yeah, like the the guy, like the henchmen, they come all at once. But only one person will break yes. off. Like instead, of, like you have forty people, and this guy is literally just fighting one at a time. <laughs> like, yeah. like no, they'll show that, and they'll cut to him just beating up one person. Like they'll show <laughs> ten people running at him. Yeah, I think so. Like, you guys all do yeah. just stop and wait your turn, take a ticket. Yeah. 
the, the villain's like the villain always does the head nod. He's like, <laughs> like does it like yeah, a yeah. slight head nod. <laughs> <laughs> And it's always in slow-mo. They're running their, like, flannel shirt. Uh, a check shirt is, like, going in the wind. And then the hero hits them. And they're, like, fat jiggles as they yeah! fly. As they fly yeah. to the new city. <laughs> oh you know, God. in Merchi, there's a scene uh, where at the beginning, he's, like, he's, like, calculating exactly what's going to happen. And in Nanaka Premato. And then I'm, like, because they show the fight again. I'm, like, I'm just how did you know? <laughs> was actually the worst. He was calculating, yeah. like, angles and shit, like, in the fight yeah. scene. I was, like, just yeah. stop. He was, like, stroking his beard. Like, like, too much. 35-degree angle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, too I'm, like, much. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah, it's just oh. stupid fight scenes. And they work. They work is what hurts. Like, Jay Janaki, or, ఇప్పుడే <laughs> It was, first of all, the fact that they did a comedy and a fight scene was great. Second of all, I went in and I was like, yes, get your girl. You know, like <laughs> when I have that feeling of like the emotional connection to it, then I feel like, or maybe it's just Nani because all of his fight scenes, I'm like, oh, okay, get your girl. But like, yeah, like it's, I, I I'm feel like. Like okay. fiercely disagree with you right here. And okay. this is why is because. You look like you're about to throw hands like. I seriously disagree. <laughs> She's in the next room. I'll just walk in. Walk in. <laughs> no, oh, I, I got to say, like, and this is why is because I think, like, I need comedies. Like, I need the fight scenes to be comedic in that way where I'm just sitting there, like, rolling my eyes or, like, shaking my head. Because if I start to, like, really feel the anger or whatever, then I get too heated and I can't watch the movie again. Like, and I'm going to... so trigger warning here so if anyone wants to like pause or forward 10 seconds but i remember in like temper watching the fight scene and temper is a movie i cannot watch oh, yeah. more than once because i watched it in the plane or something and i felt like my body heating up like when that was the first time in my life when someone says like blood boiling like i was like oh this is what that means like So if I resonate too much with why the like hero is hitting the villain, I can't do it. I can't do it. So I just need it to be comedic. Temper was like in the climax, like give me 15 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, I, I think, okay. But the thing is that- though, like for that scene, like, like the audience like wanted like wanted NTR to get the 15 minutes like you know like it's like mm-hmm. like okay that wouldn't happen obviously like in real if that was actually real that wouldn't happen but like you know since it's a movie setting that's what the audience wants and like that's what puri gave us yeah i think yeah temper actually the tamil version the hero killed himself he hung himself uh, yeah. uh i actually yes. yeah but yeah no no i think a great way of the ramalto I think Idramato does this well where like the first half like everyone like you you believe him and like everyone think his family is dead. So I think that fight scene where like Subaraj like kills Amala Paul like I think that's a fight scene done well where like he isn't really defying gravity and it looks believable for the most part cuz Alorjan's a fit dude and like a copa mutta nigga that you like just kill them bro. Just get a night like cuz this is after like they kill the love of his life, right? And I think that fight scene was rewarding because 
Um, like you might not like it because it might make your blood boil, but when I saw it, I was like, this is deserved. Like, <laughs> like he was like, he had a little pocket knife and he kept slitting people. And I was like, okay, this actually like feels like a payoff. Kind of, as sadistic yeah. as, as boy party sadistic as that sounds. <laughs> No, talking about that, though, one thing that I will say with fight scenes and again, trigger warning, 10 seconds with really sexual assault. I am not for the trope that's been coming out recently where you have to make it in detail and graphic as possible to try and like get the audience emotion. I'm like, do you realize that audience emotion can kind of come from like other things than like watching someone being like brutalized on camera? Like, and I'm not talking about like in the and the like cute I don't want to say cutesy but like the the really fake gore type way but like when they really try to make a realistically like murder or realistically assault I'm like wow camera to capture idea like 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 I just I don't know where they get this from and I don't know where they're like okay like I was watching in and like and everyone probably knows like the scenes I'm particularly talking I about. Scene, yeah, I already know what scene. Yeah. We, we all know I, what scene. <laughs> I was staring at the like and especially like when you go to a cinema, right? There's no escape. Like you're just there. So yeah. you're just in surround <laughs> sound like me. <laughs> yeah, they in Akanda, like, like they they make the kid watch and i'm like i said you ain't boy party even a bitch chicken like what does this dude go through in life to get to the stage of like sadism dude Trigon's character like these people and like like the audience in india have been like building him up as like the next crazy villain and like how like he said the dialogue is like all crazy but that is the worst written character worst written villain worst <laughs> yeah, dialogue like, he makes Jared babu in legend like what some you? like god <laughs> like god figure oh. villain <laughs> Boy party villains are the worst. Like Adi Pinacete and Sarnoda like casually bulldozes a village of people for no reason. Or no Gordami that like <laughs> they slam like all the people of a village against a Gordon. They're just stabbing them and he's wearing like suits being like like a double cavalry. I'm like I'm like, he like makes his lack of therapy our problem. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's just mental characters, boy party villains. They're just all like, crackheads that are that just are like they get like excited when people die and like Babu ready sharp action he needs to be eliminated out of Hollywood. It's okay. My mom like watched that. She we went to the movie as a family and she watched mm-hmm. that and she was like, "I will literally. I feel like personally taking a hit out on this guy. I'm joking for the for the viewers, but like, oh my god, like why does he think?" Like that, the, yeah. This is just. I really hope that Tollywood like reverses gears on that trope because I feel like in Sham Singh Roy they did a good job of not making it so explicit and so like weird. Like there was one moment where it was a lot, but like the rest of it was like still kind of tastefully where they don't like show everything. It's just a girl being led, you know, into the darkness. That's it. They don't go into detail, and we're fine. We still connect. Mm-hmm. I think, like, I just, I really want people to not go into the direction of thinking that this trope is going to, like, be the next big thing. Like, please stop. No, I think you're right. It's been coming in a lot of, like, films recently. Like, there's that, like, trope of, like, assaulting women, like, in a lot of the films coming out recently. And I don't like, know if they think it's the easiest, like, like, emotional aspect that people can connect to. That's why they put it in there or what. But 
like yeah. no it's just like it, it's just like a sense of like performism you know what I mean like for performative like wokeness like if we just like address this one issue and we just take this one thing and again just show it in a very graphic like perverted kind of way like it makes us seem as like responsible like filmmakers and I don't think that's right and I don't think it just applies to women too I was gonna say like yeah it's happening a lot recently but also like I think happy days was one where I was just like it, yes it was realistic but it, you know things like that where you're just like okay I don't want to just keep watching these kids like these college kids just get beat up like you know I, I think that idea of like where you're trying to find the balance between reality and then also suspending reality is is just it's very hard and it's also the fact that now everyone is trying to be woke without really like going into the nuances of it yeah exactly but love story did i think love story did a good job yeah it was a weird movie but we've like mentioned this and i and i like think love story was one of those things that um they they talk about the nuances like there's a lot of layers to like the issues that they talked about so i thought that was cool yeah i think the biggest thing is that like people now they have like the worst part is that they have these like hd cameras and these like new angles and so they're showing everything and like and like the newest most realistic makeup and everything and they're just like let's use this to the fullest and i'm like please don't (laughs) oh gosh yeah sadism peaks kick in (laughs) but you know i think the thing is what's worse is that all these movies are hits like huge hit like akanda's a huge hit so what is boy party gonna think oh my story is like amazing I'm gonna double down on it on the next film and make it even worse. <laughs> I wonder if I wonder if like people. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, go ahead. I, yeah, and also uh, just one last trope that I liked. I like when the hero isn't. So I like when the hero isn't a good person. I like when mm. you like see a flawed character because I'm so tired of like they were like people being like like I like Mahesh Babu as a god isn't he's able to help people but. I don't like the hero being like the best human being alive, never done anything wrong. They they would get they would be like the greatest human because reality is not like that. Generally, like they make mistakes. They like there are people out there that start off bad and grow. And we get very little great characters with those shades. Uh Puru oh. Arjun Reddy is an example, but he doesn't really like do much to grow. If they took the movie in a different direction, it would have been better. But I'm saying there's very few movies that I think where the heroes like actually flawed, like a flawed hero, in my opinion, like Nani and Nindukori, he mm-hmm. wants to break up a happy marriage and he actually sucks. Like, yeah, but then at the end of the, but then in the movie, he gets redemption. He, he grows or even like other heroes in different movies, like they're flawed, like they're not good people out there. He's a killer, but he gets redemption at the end, you know? So think these movies, specific yeah. ones. Oh, sorry. No, no, you, you go ahead. Like, I think there's movies where, like, I like where the hero is just not a good person. Like, you can see Mahesh Babu guilt up in Atharu when he's talking to, like, Rajiv Kankala's father. And he's crying. And he's like, Nanchampage, like, you can literally take my life. I'm all yours. You know, yeah. like, it's just movies like this where the hero, like, isn't likable. But at the end of the day, like, he's more like us than your regular commercial hero is, than your He-Man, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so the difference is, again, this is from a technical perspective, but basically that's like the there's 
three types of character arcs. It's like the negative arc where the hero basically starts off in a, in a place, he learns a lesson that is bad, that you shouldn't be learning that lesson. He ends up in a crappy place. Or um, flat arcs, which are usually like superhero type stories, like what you were saying, where the hero is perfect. He's in a good place. The world doesn't believe him and the world might not recognize that, but he is he knows what he's doing. He knows the lesson, the truth that has to be learned. And at yeah. the end, what he does is he teaches that truth to everybody. So, for example, Michi, how he's like, oh, love, love is above all. That's a flat arc. And then a positive No, that's not a flat arc. arc. I see what you're saying, but that isn't because he actually does get kicked out of his house, blah, blah, blah. Remember? No, but that's the backstory. Like the whole the whole story is that it starts off, he knows the lesson, the end. He, you get the backstory of why he learned that lesson. But like, it is basically you start off good, you end good. Like you have the lesson in place from the beginning. And then a positive arc is... Um, when a hero starts off flawed, has to go through a bunch of steps and learn the truth at the end. And I feel like we end up in a lot of those superhero like flat arcs where the hero just basically knows everything from the beginning, is great, has everything set, and he faces minor conflict or conflict that's like just, you know, his, you know, like some random uh, girl getting harmed or something like that. But at the end, he's still where he's at. Yeah. Um, and then there's not as much of those positive arcs, like you're saying, where it's like the hero needs to learn his way to get to yeah. the truth, which I think would really help the audience. Like you said, that's usually a great way to connect to an audience that. Yeah. Um, I think an really example just... of that, sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I think no, an that's... example of that, okay, as flawed as the film is, but um, characterization wise in Maharishi, Mahesh's character, like he starts off very selfish and very like, I want to succeed. I don't care about Pooja Hagday. I don't care about Arlen Naresh. Like, I want to succeed. And he, like, breaks away from them, goes and does his thing, but then realizes, like, you know, like, relationships are what matter. And, like, it, all this success, like, doesn't matter if I have no one next to me. And I think, like, that, like, is a good example. Okay, yeah, like, what the movie kind of becomes towards the end is, like, why? But, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, from the beginning to, like, middle-ish of the second half is when he starts realizing, like, I made mistakes and like, I need to be better like as a friend and as a lover and like all that stuff. Yeah. I like temper too. I think temper, the characterization, oh. you, even, even leaving the movie, like you still think like, like you still feel like NTR, like he's growing, but like is, is what he did truly forgivable at the end of the day. So it's just like, it's like characters like that, that really make you think like once you did, like when Tony Calabroni slaps NTR is one of the best moments of the movie. Cause you can see NTR just takes it. Or when yeah. Posani's like, He's like Posani, like he's like telling Posani, tell me what you really think of me. And Posani just goes the fuck off on him. And NTR doesn't do anything. He just takes it. I think those are some of the highlights because you're like, this is his like dude realizes he sucks. He's ready to kill himself in court. Yeah. He's ready to admit that he did what like he didn't know last second evidence was Yeah. But he's ready to hang himself, take his own life. Yep. Um but and yeah. to kind of I guess kind of wrap up kind of the overall, I think, um, takeaway from this too, is that I think that tropes in general, it's a lot, they, they serve a function in stories a lot of the time. And so it really depends a lot too on the execution and the function they serve in the story. So if you include them without much thought or include them without making it function for the story, that's where they come into play and they become um tropes that we dislike especially when they're overused and they don't play a function in the story actually i think that's what's kind of coming into play here where they're where they're not 
really there for any kind of story value. So tropes, I think, is, is in general just kind of a tool that needs to be used a lot more carefully. And when done right, it's sublime. I agree. And to add more to it, I think it'll work. Like these tropes, like you were saying, like if it was done well. And I think what that means in depth is that just add emotion to it and make it believable. And I think your trope will work. Like that's yeah, it. Just add emotion. And nuance. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say to wrap up? My three, do you want to say something? You can't let your sister outshine. <laughs> I mean, ending, ending, that'll be hard monologue. for her, so I get it. Ending, ending monologue. Yeah. No, I think I just really enjoyed um, having like this conversation. And I want to say that like, it was really good because I think there was times when I, you know, you guys were like, oh, I love these tropes. I hated these tropes. And I was like, yes, for sure. And then I think that like, we had like a lot of differing opinions on what examples really like made up the tropes that we really did like or didn't like. So I, I, I think this was like a really good conversation. And now we have a lot of like off conversations and homework that we have to do for like our next um, call. And I'm really excited. Yeah, really? You guys have like 10 movies to I I was like, I, I have such a good example for this trope, <laughs> but I can't spoil it. I can't spoil Gudachari. I can't. Okay. <laughs> funny thing, I wanted to watch it so bad. It was oh, yeah. on my list and I came home and I think my whole family had already watched it. So I was like, thanks, thanks, Oops. guys. Left me out to dry, but that that's cool. But yeah, yeah but really thank you for inviting us guys like when I heard about this I was so excited and mm-hmm. this is like literally I know so many people who are just so happy that you guys are, are doing this because it's definitely like we love having those coffee chats with friends where we're like sitting there like this movie sucked or I hate when they do this <laughs> and you guys definitely gave a platform um, for us to do that and to come together and to listen to you guys it's been a pleasure no honestly like uh, we should thank you for like trying to come on our show after hearing all the shit that we talk about (laughs) 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 we should thank you actually (laughs) yeah no i had a great time and hopefully you know the viewers also get something out of this maybe they can relate to us and that you guys can expect a future collaboration too yeah, yeah, definitely. Looking forward to it. We'll definitely do more episodes, like for sure. Oh yeah. All right. Anyone agrees, right. disagrees, let us know. Honestly, like, tell <laughs> us what your examples of movies, or if you have movies that, like, you know, the rest of us haven't seen. I think I'm really looking. Unless for they're boy party movies, yeah. don't let and us don't know. don't don't talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, with that, we'll sign off for this episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Bye.